أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لسنة نمبر 115 سورة يونس آية نمبر 53-73 ويستنبئونك and they ask information of you يستنبئونك big word what's the root نونبا همزة نبا نبا is news so they يستنبئونك they ask news from you they ask information of you meaning they inquire about some naba about some news which news about the day of judgment you inform them that the day of judgment is coming so they ask you about it inquire from you about it what that ahqum is it true who are it is it really true Is it really going to happen? When is it that somebody tells you about something and then you ask them, is it true? Is it going to happen? Really? When do you ask them? Hmm? Okay, when it's something unbelievable. Okay? Yeah. When you have doubt about it, when you are shocked about it, that seriously? It's like somebody tells you so and so is coming. And then you're like, okay, but... And then you go ask somebody else, are they really coming? Are they actually coming? Because in your heart you kind of want them to come, but you don't want them to come and you're just uh, confused. You don't know how to react. You're confused. So likewise, the people of Makkah, those who disbelieved, it made sense to them that yes, the Day of Judgment should come. Justice should be established. I mean, this world is not perfect. There's got to be somewhere... where we can fulfill our desires. I mean, logically it made sense to them. But it wasn't something that they were taught from before. It wasn't something that they were familiar with. So when they were informed the Day of Judgment is coming, they kind of wanted to believe in it, but it also meant that they had to change themselves a lot, so they weren't ready for all those changes. So in disbelief, in shock, they would keep asking him, أَحَقُّنْ هُوْ Is it really true? Is it actually going to happen? You actually believe in it? You're actually telling us that the Day of Judgment is going to come? حَقٌ هُو And you know when people are constantly asking you, so is it really true? Is it really true? Is it really true? Don't you get fed up? They're like, yes, for the millionth time, for the hundredth time, yes, it is true. It is going to happen. So the Prophet ﷺ is told to say, قُلْ سَيْ إِي إِي means, yes. وَرَبِّي By my Lord. Tell them, yes. By my Lord, by Allah, إِنَّهُ لَحَقْ Indeed, it is the truth. It is surely true. It is definitely going to come. And when it comes, whether you're ready or not, whether you believe in it or not, whether you prepare for it or not, وَمَا أَنْتُمْ بِمُعْجِزِينَ And you are not at all ones to cause failure. مُعْجِز Which is a singular of مُعْجِزِين Who is مُعْجِز? One who makes the other عَجِز Meaning one who makes the other weak. So one who defeats, one who causes failure. So you cannot cause failure to who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell the angel to blow the trumpet, can you do anything to stop that noise? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the mountains to come crumbling down on the earth to shake up, إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا Can you do anything to stop that? When you're being taken into the hashr, can you do anything to stop that? When the angels of death come to take your soul, 
Can you do anything to send them away? Can you shoot them? Can you run away from them? Can you hide from them? No. وَمَا أَنْتُمْ بِمُعْجِزِينَ It is something unavoidable. You cannot run away from it. You cannot avoid it. You cannot cause failure. It will cause you failure. You cannot defeat it. It will defeat you. And we see this in this dunya. That there are certain things for which people prepare from before so that when it arrives there, they can protect themselves. But are they able to protect themselves? No. They have hundreds of guards. But those hundreds of guards, are they able to protect them? No. Because if Allah has decided that someone should die at a certain point, then nothing at all can benefit them. If people have prepared from before, that in cases of emergency, this is our way out, this is what we're going to do. But when that earthquake strikes, then which plan helps them? Which plan B and plan C and plan D can help them? Nothing can. Because if it's going to happen, and Allah sends it, it's unavoidable. وَمَا أَنْتُمْ بِمُعْجِزِينَ So instead of thinking about when it's going to happen and what you're going to do to run away, and what you're going to do to hide, what makes most sense? What should you do? Prepare for it. Prepare for it. Because you can't avoid it. It's like a person is terrified of dying. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And they say, I don't want to think about it. Don't tell me about death. I don't like thinking about it. It makes me sad. But is that going to help them? You're going to die whether you like it or not. So what's the intelligent way of dealing with it? Preparing for it. وَلَوْ And if there is a person who doesn't prepare for that day, wastes his time indulging in this world, then وَلَوْ وَلَوْ and if anna indeed لِكُلِّ نَفْسٍ For every person. For every soul. Which person? Which soul? That ظلمت. It committed injustice. Whether it's the ظلم of shirk, the ظلم of kufr, the ظلم of nifaq, the ظلم of, you know, towards others. A person who has done wrong, who has committed sin, if they have, on the day of judgment, مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ Whatever that is on the earth. What's on the earth? What's on the earth? Many valuable things. Land itself, does it have value? A lot. A lot. These days you can get a shoebox size apartment for hundreds and thousands of dollars. Right? Imagine, mafil of what does that include? All of those fancy resorts and all of that, you know, most expensive real estate and gold and silver and diamonds and business. Whatever it may be, مَا If a person who has done zulm had on the day of judgment everything that is on the earth, what would he do? لَفْتَدَتْ Surely it would ransom itself with it. Meaning that person would readily give all of the earth and everything in it that he possesses in order to release himself, in order to free himself from the punishment of that day. He would give anything and everything. And even if he had all of the earth with all of its belongings, what would he do? Readily give it in order to free himself from the punishment. But would that help? Would that be accepted? Because where is all that gold and silver and cash gone? 
on the day of judgment. It's not there. And even if a person was made owner of all of that, could he release himself from punishment by giving everything? Could he? No. Because on the day of judgment, this dunya, it will have no value. This money, the things that we buy and the things that we collect, they will have no value. But if a person has brought tawheed, iman billah, if he comes on the day of judgment to Allah, fearing Allah, that's how he lived his life, then he doesn't need to offer so much in order to free himself. What does it show? The price of this dunya, everything in this dunya is less than what? Your life. You. You are more precious. You are more important. Iman. Iman is more important. It is more precious, more valuable than this earth and everything in it. So don't waste your life after this world. Don't waste your life running after this world, chasing this dunya. Because no matter how much of this dunya you accumulate today, on the day of judgment, you'll give it up happily in order to free yourself from punishment. Don't let this dunya distract you from iman and amal salih. Because if a person does not have iman amal salih on that day, and if he has all of the earth, there is no comparison between the two. There is no comparison between the two. You know, in this book, Fiqhul Qulub, the author, he writes that when a person performs a good deed, فِالظَّاهِرْ فِيهَا الْمَشَقَّةِ On the apparent, there is difficulty. When you're performing a good deed, there is difficulty in performing that good deed. So for example, you could be you know, watching a funny video on your phone, one after the other, and a video on how to make your nails, and how to do your makeup, and how to do your hair in the nicest way possible. Right? One video after the other, you could spend an hour, two hours doing that. Right? But that time could also be spent on reciting the Qur'an, and reciting your morning or your evening adhkar, and performing that sunnah that we're just too busy to perform. Right? Now reciting the Qur'an, performing your sunnah prayer, فِالظَّاهِرْ فِيهَا الْمَشَقَّةِ There is difficulty. Or is there not? Is it easy? Or is it difficult? It is difficult. But he says that that difficulty is like a drop of water compared to an ocean of pleasure that is hidden behind it. Behind this difficulty is what? An ocean of pleasure, an ocean of enjoyment, an eternity of fun and amusement, but it's hidden behind that drop of difficulty. You understand? That you have to go through this difficulty, and remember that this difficulty is very little, but after this difficulty, there is what? Reward, eternal happiness, eternal pleasure, and that's like an ocean compared to a drop of water. Drop of water being what? The difficulty that you experience in doing good. And the ocean is what? The reward for that difficulty that you've endured. Yes. Alaikum. I remember when my daughter, she was memorizing Quran, it was really difficult for her because she doesn't know how to recite good. So I spent time with her reciting and reciting and I couldn't do it and I start crying, she's crying. And then we reached the ayah saying, Inna hadha jaza'an lakum. And then that time I start crying. I said, that's it, that's it. After that, Alhamdulillah, she's 
document. Yes. That on the Day of Judgment, people will be told that this is all jazat for you. And وَكَانَ السَّعْيُكُمْ مَشْكُورًا Your effort, the sacrifice, the striving, I mean, that is going to be appreciated today. That's going to be appreciated today. So yes, in doing good, in obeying Allah, there is difficulty. فِي الظَّاهِرْ فِيهَا الْمَشَقَّةِ وَلَكِنْ هَذِهِ الْمَشَقَّةُ مِثْلَ الْقَطْرَةِ مِثْلَ الْقَطْرَةِ And behind it is an ocean, al-bahr, of enjoyment. And on the other hand, committing a sin, committing a sin, فِي الظَّاهِرْ فِيهَا اللَّذَّةِ On the apparent, there is fun. I mean, when a person is committing a sin, he has fun. He's enjoying himself. But that enjoyment is like a drop of water behind which there is an ocean of punishment that is hidden. There is an ocean of punishment, of torture, of adab that is hidden behind that drop of pleasure. So be wise, be intelligent, and make the right decision. Because if on the Day of Judgment, a person had this entire earth with all of its goodies and valuables, and if he wanted to give it all in order to save himself from punishment, he will not have that option that day. It's too late. It's too late. وَأَسَرُّ nadama, And they will conceal the regret. Asarru from seeing rara. What does sir mean? Secret. So asarru, they will hide. They will try to cover up. What anadama? The regret. Regret over what? Wasting their time, wasting their life, wasting their money, wasting all those opportunities. They will have a lot of regret, but they will try to hide it. They will try not to show it. They will try to appear as if they are perfectly fine, as if they don't care. Like there are many people who when they're being punished for what they've done, they walk as if nothing's wrong. But in their heart, their guilt is just killing them. It's killing them. On the outward, they try to pretend that they're perfectly fine. But in their heart, they're full of regret. So on the Day of Judgment, such criminals, أَسَرُّ النَّدَامَةَ لَمَّا رَأَوُ الْعَذَابِ When they will see the punishment, وَقُضِيَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِالْقِسْتِ And it will be decreed between them with justice. Justice will be established. Notice how justice is mentioned again and again and again. Why? Allah is just, He is fair. And He will give to each person what He deserves. And that is justice. وَقُضِيَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِالْقِسْطِ وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ And they will not be wronged. So when a person is tempted to do wrong, tempted to keep away from khair, then look at everything around you. Look at that phone that's distracting you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at that bed that's distracting you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And tell yourself, if on the day of judgment I would give this bed even, I would give this phone even to release myself from punishment, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. You know like those photographs you see of people who won big lotteries and 20 million dollars, like a huge massive check they're holding and they're looking so happy? they would give it on the Day of Judgment to save themselves from hellfire. They would give anything to save themselves from hellfire. But on that day, it's not going to help. Allah, unquestionably, inna lillahi, indeed for Allah, meaning He owns. Ma samawati wal ard, whatever that is in the heavens and the earth, He's the owner. If you try to run away from Him, hide in some mountain, behind some you know tree, where are you going to go? 
Where can you hide from him? He owns everything, the heavens and the earth. Allah, unquestionably, there's no doubt about this. Listen, inna wa'dallahi haq. Indeed, the promise of Allah is true. There's no doubt about it. Walakinna aktarahum la ya'lamun. But most of them do not know. Most of the people do not even know about the coming of the Day of Judgment. And if they know about it, they don't know about the details of the Day of Judgment. This is a journey that every person is going to take. And if we were tested today about the details of, let's say, the Hawd, or the Sirat, or the Hashr, I'm telling you, many of us don't know about the details of that day. We think, yes, we know it. But do we really know it? We have, you know, confused ideas. That, you know, all the people who believe they'll be taken into Jannah and the Mushrikeen, they'll be questioned and they'll be thrown into hellfire and they will burn in there for some time and then they will just finish. We have assumptions about the Day of Judgment. And it's a journey that each and every single one of us has to take. If you're told, you have to go next year to such and such country, you're told, what is that country? What is over there? You find out about the weather. You find out about the food. You find out about the living conditions. You find out about what exactly you'll be doing so that you can prepare accordingly. Isn't it? You find out about how many days you have to go for so that you take the right number of clothes. You find out if you have the option of doing laundry over there so that you take your clothes accordingly. Right? You find out about which days they're going to be so that you can make the most of your trip. We want to know about every single detail. But the akhirah, which is real, everyone is going to face it. How much of the akhirah do we know? How much of the akhirah do we know? We don't know much. And this is knowledge that we must have because it is this knowledge that rectifies our actions. It warns us, right? It kind of scares us. It prepares us for reality. So this is knowledge that we must have. This is something that we must find out about. So I recommend to every single one of you over here and myself also that listen to some form of you know, lectures or read a book or something that tells you about the matters of the Akhirah. And if you heard it five years ago, listen to it again. If you read a book, if you took a course ten years ago, do it again now. Because you can never know enough. You can never ever know enough. And knowledge is something that reminds us, فَذَكِّرْ in فَعْتِ ذِكْرَى ذِكْرَى benefits. So remind, remind yourself. He is the one who gives life and causes death. And to him you will be returned. All of us are going back to him. He gave us life and he's going to give us death. We better be ready for it. We better prepare for that eternity. We wake up in the morning with the gum of this world. We spend the day with the gum of this world and we go to bed with the gum of this world. We're just concerned about this world, this life. What's going to come later? Unaware, negligent. We are living because He gave us life, but we forget that He's also going to meet. He's also going to give us death. We came from Him, but we forget that we're also going back to Him. So what do we need in order to keep us on the right track, in order to keep this reality you know, fresh in our minds so that we can prepare for the Day of Judgment? What do we need? The Qur'an. Because the Qur'an reminds us. The Qur'an prepares us. The Qur'an warns us.